how did you get your nickname and the funky or funky bones dude? funky bones so yeah. um when i first started fighting it was uh it was t-bone which just because it just made sense with the name you know um yeah. but always my my wrestling style my grappling style is definitely funky right so i don't really do things by the book ever and that's with my striking too everything is kind of my own way and it's just a funky way of doing things yeah and um, i think i attribute a lot of my success grappling like that and i tell people all the time you know when people come and ask hey how do you, how did you make that jump to, to being <laughs> a guy who was maybe 50 50 in competition to now a guy who's i mean in 2019 i went like 45 and one or something like that so it's like wow. you just really gotta my thing is always to really lay into to what works for you right and what works yeah. for me is being kind of funky and, and different and, and yeah. if you find that thing and you make people play that game you're going to be better at playing your game than than they are playing your game so MMA fighter, your grappling competitor, your wrestling MMA coach there at Ferro Academy. Thank you so much for your time, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me on. I'm excited to be here. Uh, I love to go back with my with my guests there. Where did you grow up? What was childhood like for you? Uh, so I grew up in Chicago, Illinois. Okay. Um, you know, childhood, a lot of it was based around competing, rather it be, you know, I, I really can't remember a time where I wasn't playing a sport and sport wasn't the focus of my life. So rather it be baseball or basketball and then eventually later wrestling and now MMA. So it's been a lot of competing and sports based for me, for sure. Yeah. And so how did you end up in the MMA side of things? Like, was there someone that introduced you to the sport? Yeah. So my brother, um, I was wrestling in high school. I, I was planning on wrestling in high school. My brother had introduced me to, um, to the ultimate fighter, the first season of the ultimate fighter. Um, yeah. and I was, you know, getting coming out of maybe eighth grade and when that was happening, maybe even earlier. And um, we had watched that first Forrest Griffin and Stefan Bonner fight on Spike TV. And I knew from that second on that I, that's what I wanted to do with my life for sure. So um, yeah, I joined uh, wrestling in high school to make sure that I can have a good base for MMA. And now we're here. Come on. And what was yeah. the reaction from your friends and your family when you're like, yeah, I want to go step in that cage and do that fight thing. It's funny. Yeah. So a lot of my friends like knew already that that was going to be what I was doing because I was just obsessed with it right so yeah. I, mean, I think it was like seventh eighth grade my friends were like all right well it was only a matter of time until he got in there and started chasing it seriously yeah. um my mom definitely had a different reaction <laughs> she uh she you know she's she felt the same way about wrestling you know at first she was kind of if about it but she's the loudest person in the gym when when we were wrestling screaming and cheering so she still likes it now she's a little bit worried about me getting hurt but yeah mother isn't right right yeah absolutely well you're i was an amateur fighter of tapology is correct mm -hmm. hopefully yep yeah and i mean covid pretty much put a stop to all mma events this year but when can us fans expect <clears throat> to see you back in the cage so um i got a few things coming up i luckily i've been able to stay pretty active during covid here uh, nice. i've gone out to florida four times i believe maybe three times nice um and, and did three combat jiu-jitsu matches um went two and one i won for a belt one time and uh, just didn't work out lost in overtime but good experience nonetheless yeah um so i have some on february what is it february 5th and 6th i'll actually be competing uh, in vegas for the high rollers event 
nice. um, which is such a big opportunity. I mean, I think in my bracket alone, there's guys from Bellator like Joe Schilling and a few other guys that I'll be competing up against. So some big names, big opportunity. Wow. And then um, hopefully at the end of February, I'll be fighting in Kentucky at HR MMA. Um, oh, yeah. We're still looking for a matchup now, but that's the plan so far. Okay. And I assume that the goal is ultimately go. Do you have a goal date in mind of when you want yeah. to go there? Yeah. So I'm 26 right now. Okay. Um, like I've been grappling for close to 10 years, so I feel pretty good with the grappling. I still do want to get, um, you know, work, work on my stripes in the, in the striking realm. Right. I want to get some more time in there, um, dealing with kind of high pressure, high velocity stuff. So I'm thinking of maybe two years okay. if all goes well, if, you know, obviously that gets extended. I, my original plan was two years last year, but with COVID and everything, you know, you just can't get the competition time like you would like to. So I'd like totally. to get, get going here at pro before I'm 28, if possible. Gotcha. Okay. Well, one of the things I noticed on your Instagram page is you're an ambassador for tap out cancer, great mm -hmm. organization. They've donated $2 million or over that to beneficiaries since they started there, but you made a post that you had, or you're fighting for your grandmother who passed mm -hmm. away in January, 2018, mm -hmm. uh, two things. What's your experience working with tap out cancer and what was the impact that your grandmother made on you, man? Yeah. So tap cancer out is like It's a phenomenal place. Um, you know, a lot of the time, even, even on the front, right? Like we see a lot of people who are so associated with the community see jujitsu and combat sports as kind of this you know dangerous thing or you know whatever it is but jujitsu is such a beautiful sport and yeah for them to be able to kind of capture the lightheartedness of jujitsu and, and what the impact jujitsu can make in the community it can make is it's an awesome it's really an awesome thing and i'm so blessed to be a part of it um like you said they've raised over two million dollars they just did a um a, I forgot what they called it exactly, but what a great ambassador I am. Um, <laughs> they, they rolled for like a, an hour straight or something like that. It was like oh. global, global grappling day, they called it. And um, yeah. they raised a ton of money doing that too. Um, so, you know, and they have awesome gear as well. So their, their whole business plan is that they, you know, they run out tournaments, right? So they either do, um, I think it's all gi when they do tournaments. And then they also do submission showcases that you can apply for and have super fights for. And that's oh, nice. how I actually got in with them. Um, and you're, you raise money. So you post on your Facebook links, your social media links, say, hi, I'm competing and I'm raising money uh, for cancer, right? And you raise the money for cancer. And at some point you reach different milestones as you're raising money. So, mm. uh, you know, hundred dollars, your, your tournament sign up is free. You get a bat pack, you get a gi as you work your way up, you know? So yeah, yeah. Great company. Great things. Um, check them out. Tapcancerout.com. Um, I have a promo code too, so we'll throw that in there, but they have yeah. some awesome gear as well that you can just buy on their store. Sweet. And, and then and, uh, my grandma. Yeah. My yeah. Grandma, yeah. So she made a huge impact on my life, right? She's an immigrant from Italy. Um, <sighs> and you know, she fought her ass off. She lived to be in her late eighties, you know, she had dementia wow. and it was just tough for me to see someone, you know, like a human life kind of go downhill like that. And it kind of just forced me to say, when I'm that age, I want to make sure that I don't have regrets, right? I want to make sure that yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to go forward with the things that I truly want to do. And I don't want to look back saying, man, I wish I could have. So yep. that's probably the biggest lesson for sure. Always a fun question. How did you get your nickname man? the funky or funky bones? Dude. <laughs> funky bones. So yeah. um, when I first started fighting, it was uh, it was T-bone, which just because it just made sense with the name, you know, um, yeah. but always my, my wrestling style, 
my grappling style is definitely funky, right? So I don't really do things by the book ever. And that's with my striking too. Everything is kind of my own way. And it's just a funky way of doing things. Yeah. And um, I think I attribute a lot of my success grappling like that. And I tell people all the time, you know, when people come and ask, Hey, how do you, how did you make that jump to, to being <laughs> a guy who was maybe 50, 50 in competition to now a guy who's I mean, in 2019, I went like 45 and one or something like that. So it's like, wow. you just really got to, my thing is always to really lay into, to what works for you. Right. And what works yeah. for me is being kind of funky and, and different. And, and yeah. if you find that thing and you make people play that game, you're going to be better at playing your game than, than they are playing your game. So yeah, that's kind of where it comes from. Awesome, man. I want to do a shift to some fun questions here real quick. So I've got these things are called decks. Essentially, there's random questions. I'm going to pull one out okay. here and hopefully it's not a flop here, but we'll see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see this one says, what's your, what's your reoccurring nightmare? What's my reoccurring nightmare? Oh, man. <laughs> I have this weird nightmare where rather be in a fight, like an MMA fight or just like an altercation in okay. real life scenarios where I'll go to punch someone and it feels like there's like some type of motion just holding my fist back so i get there and it stops every time and i can't do anything about it it's the worst it's the worst i also have one where like i i keep getting a call like i'll just be living my life as i normally do today and i'll keep getting i'll get a call from like my counselor in college saying that i have to go back to school and get, and, and complete more credits to get my degree i always get that it's so strange that's awesome. Uh, I'm a music guy, so I love to ask this question. What's your favorite type of music or even favorite band that you like to listen to? Um, so that's another reason why the funky nickname happens is I listen to a lot of like soul music and like okay. and funky era music. So that and 90s hip hop is probably where I'd base my yeah. musical taste. But classic rock's always got a place in my heart, too. Right. Absolutely. When uh, when you're not training, when you're not fighting, man, what are you doing for fun? Um, man, that's a, that's a good question. Cause we're at the gym like seven times a week. Um, yeah, so I train every day, so it's, it's hard to kind of find some peace, but, um, I do like, I'm kind of a nerdy guy, I like Marvel stuff. I play a lot of video games as well. Cool. So kind of just trying to relax and, and get that much needed R and R sometimes when you're training so hard. Yep. And last question for you. If you could jump into a pool of anything, what would it be? A pool of anything? Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Oh, that's such a good question. Um, I don't know. I think I'm going to have to say I'm going to a pool of money so I could come out with some. That's right. What I would do. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely, dude. <laughs> well, I also wanted to give you an opportunity, Tyler, to, to give a shout out to coaches, teammates, sponsors, man, anything like that, man. The camera's all yours. Yeah, thanks, man. Um, first of all, shout out to you guys, Top Rated MMA, for having me. It's an awesome show. Thank I'm you. glad to be on here. Um, shout out to Intercept MMA. Pharaoh Academy, um, Jiu Jitsu. If you guys are ever in the Illinois, Chicago area and you want to come out and get some training, hit me up. We're always looking for, you know, people to come and get new looks and, and different kinds of things. So if you ever need that, please don't hesitate to reach out. Um, shout out to Tab Cats are out. We talked about them. Um, MMA Tico, they do a great job of supporting uh, amateur and local fighters. And you should, you should have, you should reach out to them. The guy who runs it, um, is a great guy. It'd be kind of a cool way to promote both of you guys. Nice. But, okay. um, yeah, they, they make t-shirts for amateur fighters and they kind of host stores year round, um, for different shirts. I don't know if I have any of mine here, but yeah, check them out. Um, MMA T co, and uh, nice. you can go to my name on their page and there's about 30 other fighters on their page. They have awesome shirts. They make them on demand, 
great Sweet. stuff, great way to support us. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm actually wearing another one of my sponsors, Trials and Tribulations. Awesome place to shop as well. They have great stuff. Um, yeah. And everyone else, family and friends, thank you for supporting me. I know this is a crazy, crazy times, crazy <laughs> life I'm trying to live, but uh, I love it. Man, Tyler, such an honor to have you on my show, man. I'm excited to see you back in the cage and back to grappling again there in February, man. Best of luck to you, but truly, truly an honor, man, to have you on my show. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hey, thank you so much for watching the show today. I so appreciate it. Please leave a comment down below. Leave us a review. Share this video. We want to get it in front of as many people as we can. I'm going to continue to bring on the best guests possible and the best up-and-coming fighters, real fighters, real stories. Thank you so much for checking it out. Have an awesome day.